You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Central African Time. Let's welcome a pious and sagacious Ummah with a hearty Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Yes, it's uh, medical files uh, keeping you company, Lukalo on the board. And Alhamdulillah, people, it is uh, World Psoriasis Day. So Alhamdulillah, we decided to get our Dr. Muhammad, the doctor, the special dermatologist, back. And Alhamdulillah, he told me, no, Shafaat, we have... Uh, Uh, latest updates and there's hope for patients and uh, so forth. So welcoming uh, you and also Dr. Uh, Muhammad Dr. Atwadeh. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Tell me, how are you doing, uh, Dr. Assalamu alaikum. I, I think he has to phone me on the... Okay, uh, I think, uh, Lucolo, uh, you have to phone the doctor on his uh, landline. So, uh, okay, this is what you have to do. Uh, you've got two numbers. Maybe you got him on the other line. So uh, try and get doctor on the other line, and uh, perhaps uh, we will talk to him. Okay, and uh, Lucolo will be doing that. And I can tell you, when it comes to skin irritation and when it comes to all those uh, rashes that you get and how do you feel you feel so uncomfortable you feel so uh, uneasy you know you're scratching all the time and you apply cream and ointment and all these things you do and you sometimes it's so scratchy so itchy you go and even have a bath all the time or a nice cold bath well doctor are you back there assalamu alaikum jazakallah wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuhu shafatama Oh, well, good, uh, Doc. Uh, good to have you. How's Cape Town this evening? Alhamdulillah, it's warm here, and we're hoping for visitors to visit our beautiful city in the summer months. Alhamdulillah, your beautiful, beautiful city, your cable car, your table mountains, uh, I think was voted the best destination in Africa. Plus, it has a top rating in the world and so forth. So you're living in a beautiful, beautiful part of the world. And, you know, I, was, uh, I just told the listeners uh, that... Uh, You told me it's a world, uh, uh, it's a, a world of psoriasis. Uh, I mean, it's a world of psoriasis month, and there is a new hope for patients. Talking about the new hope, everyone is all ears, uh, doctor. What is the new hope for patients? Yes, uh, Firstly, uh, I need to sort of you know clarify with you know to the listeners what psoriasis is, but in terms of the uh, month of October. The 29th of October is World Psoriasis Day. Now, psoriasis is a chronic skin condition where one gets patches on the elbows, on the knees, on the scalp, on the back. And it usually presents as red sort of uh, patches which become scaly and then one gets silvery scale and it's extremely itchy. And uh, this is a common condition which affects 1 million South Africans, 125 million people in worldwide. And it's a condition that can cause a lot of stress. So we all the time we are looking for new treatments to help our patients with psoriasis. Although there is no cure, we have lots of new treatments which actually help patients live a good quality of life. Now, basically, patients suffering with psoriasis, they often suffer with stressful, emotionally traumatic moments, and this causes withdrawal, a degree of shock, and then they obviously have low self-esteem as well. Now, just to inform our visitors, Fatamid, psoriasis is an inflammation of the skin. And what basically happens is that skin cells, they, becomes, they, they divide in the skin and they go onto the top of the skin. Normally, this takes 
30 days, but in psoriasis it takes four days. So it's much uh, quicker and therefore it starts forming uh, thick spots or thick scales, and uh, this is a problem. Now, the importance of discussing psoriasis is the fact that psoriasis is more than skin deep. Uh, patients with psoriasis can have other medical problems. So what we found in the last 10 years that uh, psoriasis actually is an inflammation of the body. So the skin is one of the areas that's affected, but patients with psoriasis can also get heart conditions, they can get uh, kidney disease, they can get liver problems, they can get sugar diabetes, they can get obesity. So this is very, very important. And the, the other point is that there's certain factors that can aggravate psoriasis. Fortunately, in our Muslim community, people do not consume alcohol, but alcohol is an important trigger in causing uh, aggravating psoriasis and also for the medications that we use. They work through the liver, so people who take alcohol, uh, they cannot take certain tablets. Then smoking aggravates psoriasis as well. And then we have certain trigger factors. Uh, usually psoriasis is a genetic condition, so it occurs in, in families. Uh, if one parent has psoriasis, then 15% of their offspring would have psoriasis. If two parents have psoriasis, then it goes up to 50%. So because it's a genetic condition, there are trigger factors which bring it out. Now, the trigger factors are stress, and that is important in today's you know, life where uh, stress is a common occurrence. Then we have certain medications. Medications used for high blood pressure, certain of the medications can trigger psoriasis. And medications used for malaria uh, can cause uh, or aggravate psoriasis. And then there's a, condi uh, a drug called lithium which is used in patients with psychiatric conditions that can trigger psoriasis. Then the other trigger factor is that if a person has a sore throat or an infection of the throat or tonsillitis, then they can get uh, activation of psoriasis. Uh, these are the major factors. Now, what we find, Shafat, is that uh, in the winter months, psoriasis gets worse because the skin gets dry. And uh, again, in the summer months, we find that sunlight helps psoriasis. So, you know, we advise patients to be careful. They must be judicious. Uh, obviously, we advise them to use sunblock on the face uh, in the summer months. But uh, psoriasis patients can have about 15 minutes of sunshine early in the morning or late in the afternoon, and that certainly helps psoriasis. So uh, getting back to psoriasis, uh, we should be aware that, uh, you know, psoriasis is a seriously um, debilitating condition. It can be extremely itchy. It can cause a lot of psychosocial problems. Often you find that the spouses, they sort of reject each other because of the fact that the psoriasis is usually unsightly. For example, if you go to a function and someone sees psoriasis on your hands, they might not sit next to you or, or they might not they might not shake hands because they think it's contagious. And what we need to address and to remind the public that it is certainly not a contagious condition and it's not leprosy or anything, uh, you know, that that is uh, transmissible. Now, uh, the other important point is that patients with psoriasis, they have problems with work as well where they have uh, decreased you know, confidence and they may be absentism. 
they may have problems in their home life. They may have problems with their social interactions with friends or family. So this is very, very important. Now, as I mentioned, there's new hope for psoriasis. Uh, the traditional therapy for psoriasis, which is mild and occurs on the elbows and knees, has been ointments and creams like steroid or cortisone creams, and these help. Then we use a vitamin D ointment called Dovobet. That's helpful. Then we have a spray called Clobex spray. Then we have... Uh, 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 for the scalp, we have a shampoo called Clobex shampoo, or we can use a tar shampoo, and we have lotions called Advantan and Ilocon scalp lotions. And then if the psoriasis is more severe, then one would have to think of more effective uh, treatment for a wide area of the body. So in the clinic where, uh, which I run, which is the uh, psoriasis clinic Cape, we use UVB phototherapy. It's a special type of light therapy where the patients go into a cubicle and it provides uh, ultraviolet B, which is extremely helpful, and it clears psoriasis in four weeks. Again, it's not a cure, but it's a treatment. Now, what about internal therapy? We have certain drugs, but uh, we have to be cautious, like a drug called metotrexate and a vitamin A type of tablet. But uh, recently, the good news is that we've come up with new treatments that target the inflammation, the immune problem. Because psoriasis is an immune-related condition, these new drugs are called biologics, B-I-O-L-O-G-I-C-S. And these biologics actually target the actual cause of the psoriasis. And I've been using biologics in the surgery, but we use it for patients with moderate to severe disease, and it clears the psoriasis in eight weeks' time. Although it doesn't cure it, the patient's Clear the, the skin clears in such you know incredibly so the patients can manage their lay, you know their daily life. So biologics, the, the drugs that are available in South Africa, and this is given by injection. Uh, we can give it at the surgery, or the, even the patients can self-inject at home. A Tremfire, T R E M F Y A, Cosentix, C O S E N T Y X then uh, Stellara, S-T-E-R-L-A-R-A, and Humira, H-U-M-I-R-A. The biologics are very effective, but they for a small percentage. The majority of patients with psoriasis can improve with creams as well as phototherapy. Uh, Shafat, there are a lot of patients suffering and depressed with psoriasis. So it'll be good for us to take calls in order to try and reassure them and tell them that there's new hope for psoriasis sufferers and to, you know, to motivate them. But, uh, you know, uh, students are writing the, the um, uh, matriculate or uh, metric examination and perhaps yeah, give us your, uh, you call in our WhatsApp number and uh, inshallah we will uh, feel the question uh, to the doctor. And as uh, I think you made a very valid point uh, that it should be, inshallah, we should uh, definitely uh, take your queries and uh, feel it to him. Uh, remember our WhatsApp number is uh, 084-786-3132. 084-786-3132. Uh, yes, uh, already uh, questions coming through here. This one takes, uh, says, uh, Doctor, I always have itches all over my body. What I do at the end of the day when I come back from work, I put a little bit of sablon in a whole uh, 25 liters of water, warm water, and I take a bath. Is this good for me, uh, Doctor? Okay, um, 
The important point is that if there's no infection or bacterial uh, problems with the skin, then one should not use Savlon because Savlon is more for for infection and bacteria. So I would recommend that to that person is that what they can do is they can use a little bit of Condis crystals, C-O-N-D-Y-S crystals, and they can put a small amount of crystals in bath water until the color is very light purple, and they can lie in the bath for about five minutes, and then they can shower with an ointment called Epizone E ointment, and thereafter they can use a topical cream, uh, a cortisone cream to decrease the itching. And then if it's severe enough, they might take an ad tablet like Allergex at night. Yes, uh, doctor, are you still there? Yes, I am. Yeah, right. We just had a little bit of a uh, network problem, and we have a terrible line coming from this end, uh, yeah, the Durban end of uh, the world. Uh, but I hope uh, it, uh, you, you can hear us, uh, Dr. Ra- okay, can you hear me loud and clear, Doc? Yes, certainly, 100%, Shafa. All right, brilliant. Uh, this question says, uh, Doctor, uh, a lot of dermatologists talk about moisturizers. You get so many moisturizers in the market. Which is the best moisturizer to buy? Okay, this is the important point. Uh, the ones that are inexpensive, uh, the E45 moisturizer, Epimax, which is excellent, and Epizone A, which is excellent. And then if one's looking for something, you know, soft and uh, aesthetically acceptable for the face, then Cetaphil moisturizing cream is excellent. And the other make that's very good is Eucerin as well as Bioderma. So these are the moisturizers that are allergy-free and they, uh, they do not cause blockage of the pores on the face. And for the body, they moisturize very well. Yes, uh, doctor. Also, you get uh, you know people talk about uh, when your skin is exposed and uh, that you must cover it. Uh, you know, uh, is it good uh, to cover it overnight? I would uh, one would have thought uh, you know it's better to let the skin breathe freely. Your thoughts? I agree that one needs to air the skin. So you put a moisturizer and then you know the pajamas. Only certain conditions where we ask them to, you know, to use long johns or to use vests to cover the skin if they have severe eczema. But it's better to sort of leave the skin and have sort of, instead of having woolen blankets, have cotton duvets. So those uh, certainly help uh, Shapatamud. Uh, Boy says, uh, my biggest uh, fear is uh, psoriasis triggers. How do we avoid that, doctor? This is a very, very important point. Now, again, as I mentioned, because psoriasis is hereditary and genetic, one may get a family issue of psoriasis. So the triggers are environmental, for example, in the winter months, the cold weather that triggers it, then any type of sore throat can trigger it, then certain medications that one uses. Uh, it's only certain medications, what we call beta blockers and lithium I spoke about, and malaria tablets can trigger it. And then the most important point, Shafat, is stress. I need to emphasize that, uh, you know, what one needs to do is whole, live a holistic life. One needs to sort of make sure one sort of cuts down stress in one's daily life at home as well as work. One should sort of use breathing techniques. And obviously, we've discussed this before, 
Salah is very, you know, uh, very sort of uh, healthy in terms of improving the body and the mind and the soul. And all those factors relieve stress. So stress is a major trigger factor. And if the person has psoriasis, they should see a family doctor or specialist immediately so that they can be diagnosed and the appropriate treatment given so that the psoriasis doesn't become worse. Because the point is that psoriasis itself can cause depression and having psoriasis it can also trigger depression. And so it's a whole mm. cycle. So this is very, very important. They mustn't become depressed or have anxiety attacks as well. Very important indeed. And also, what about those uh, uh, suffering from uh, kidney conditions or gallstones? Uh, can they uh, you know, break out into rashes and psoriasis and pimples and so forth, doctor? Most certainly. Uh, people suffering from, uh, you know, gallbladder problems, they can get uh, a skin condition which is extremely itchy. And one needs to make a diagnosis because that itch could be a trigger of underlying gallbladder problems. And then uh, people with kidney disease, they can also present with severe itch. And then there's certain types of skin rashes they, they get as well. So those rashes are specific to kidney disease and to gallbladder disease, liver disease, then even thyroid problems. Thyroid problems, if the thyroid is overactive, can result in severe itch as well. Uh, Abdul says, Assalamu alaikum, Shafaata. When you introduced the show, uh, you said specialist and dermatologist. Uh, what is the diff- difference between a dermatologist and a specialist dermatologist? I think that's a good question, uh, Dr. Muhammad Dokra. Gee, uh, what happens is that we first tra- train to become a GP. Then we spend four years specializing in the field of skin, hair, and nails. So that's a dermatologist. So after we qualify as a dermatologist, we are called specialist, skin specialist, or specialist dermatologist. It's basically the same, but we are specialists of the skin, the hair, and the nails. So it's, it's, it's okay. what we call postgraduate qualification after we trained for our medical degree. Alhamdulillah, Jazakallah for that clarification. And uh, this uh, Rasul says, Assalamu alaikum, Brother Shafat. Can psoriasis go away? That's a good question. That's a very, very important. Yeah, that's an excellent question. Now, as I mentioned earlier, although there is no cure for psoriasis, so psoriasis does not disappear or, or get cured, there are a lot of new treatments and formulations that we have which can get the psoriasis to clear and to clear for long periods of time. So the psoriasis can go away, and then unfortunately it can recur. But with this new drugs called biologics, we find that uh, the recurrences or the flare-ups are not uh, as often as the normal treatment for psoriasis. So the good news with this new treatment is that it can keep the skin clear for long periods of time as long as the patient is receiving the injections. We're so lucky in the house of Islam that we have Tahara, you know, cleanliness is next to godliness. We wash ourselves, bath very often, you know, wahoo all the time. But what happens, uh, doctor, those, uh, you know, that don't take baths, don't keep uh, keep themselves clean, how susceptible are they to psoriasis? Okay. Uh, Again, psoriasis is not related to hygiene. So what happens mm. patients who have psoriasis, you know, they can shower and they can lead a healthy sort of clean life. 
Uh, when it comes to not showering and, you know, not having good hygiene, the problem there is that people can pick up all kinds of bacterial infection. They can get germs entering the skin and causing problems in the rest of the skin like boils or infections. So that is very important. Mm. You hear people talk about a psoriasis remission. Uh, what is that, Doc? That's an excellent point again. Uh, the remission means that the psoriasis goes away. So what happens is when the patient is on treatment, the treatment clears the psoriasis to such an extent that you hardly see any psoriasis on the body. As I mentioned, the psoriasis is visible. It's, you know, you get red spots all over the body and you find scaling. So when that goes away and the skin becomes flat and the redness goes away, that's remission. And the remission is the time for, for, for the time for which the psoriasis goes away. So duration of the clear skin. So when it flares up again, then we call it relapse. So remission means clear skin. Relapse means a flare up and active psoriasis. So in other words, uh, so the psoriasis is still there, but uh, during remission, it gives you a break, uh, Doc? 100%, correct. Mm, so very interesting indeed. I'm really enjoying uh, the consultation with you and lots of uh, uh, you know uh, questions coming through. Um, this one says, uh, why am I getting psoriasis all of a sudden? Well, all of a sudden it's coming, Doc. Yes, yeah. Now, uh, psoriasis can occur at any age, usually from the 20s onwards. And uh, what would have happened, this person has a genetic or hereditary tendency. There may be a family history of psoriasis. And then, as I mentioned, the trigger factors. So the trigger factors could be some sort of, sort of trauma, psychological stress. All of those can trigger psoriasis. So you have an inherent tendency to have it, and then the environmental factor or the psych psychological factors can trigger psoriasis. So this is what has happened in this patient. And if you get uh, a sore throat, then it forms a type of psoriasis which occurs on the, on the chest and the back where you get little spots, it's called cutate psoriasis. But this person must get the help of a dermatologist, and if required, the person may require uh, phototherapy, which is the ultraviolet light, and that will give them good results as well, in addition to the creams I mentioned. Absolutely. As you said, uh, phototherapy, the advancing in technology, and uh, perhaps, uh, you know, the uh, patient feels uh, more comfortable with uh, the new equipment that you have, uh, doctor. Very much so, yeah. These equipment are basically imported from Germany and America. We, we have a, a type of light system. It's called ultraviolet light system, and they provide a specific wavelength of light. And that wavelength of light is therapeutic and it cuts down the inflammation of the skin. So it helps to clear psoriasis quickly. I can tell you, listeners, you're making for a fascinating evening here with Dr. Muhammad Dokrat, our specialist dermatologist. Let's go to the marketplace. Inshallah, we will continue after that. You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. And I've been in consultation with uh, Dr. Mohammed Dokrat, who is a specialist uh, dermatologist. And uh, looking at a question from Kassim, he says, uh, Doctor, can a triggering event uh, cause a change in the immune system? Uh, yeah, that's quite a tricky question, Doc. Yes, I'm in uh, complete agreement with the person because of the fact that 
you know, our whole sort of, uh, our whole health system is related to uh, inflammation, trigger factors, stress, and we underestimate the power of stress, you know. Stress and anxiety affects the entire, you know, body and its uh, immune system. So what I talk about is psycho neuroimmunodermatology. So often you find that stress triggers what we call inflammation markers in the body and that targets certain areas. And that's the reason why uh, we can actually get triggering of psoriasis. We can, uh, it can cause diabetes. Uh, it, you know, it can cause lifestyle diseases, obesity. A lot of these are related to stress. And for example, if you're under stress, one tends to eat more as well. And while we uh, are discussing the stress and the immune system, the other thing is diet. It's important for us to have a well-balanced diet, you know, cut down on red meat, cut down on whites, on carbohydrates, on, on bread, on pasta, on chips, have more vegetables, more chicken, more fish. Uh, you know, they, one can sort of use uh, you know, more olive oil uh, to cook with. One can use an air fryer. So all these, it's basically stress, tight, very, very important. Uh, Rashid says, Assalamu alaikum, doctor. Please forgive me for my ignorance. Uh, if my toenails and my fingernails are getting discolored, are uh, uh, these signs of psoriasis or is it uh, nail fungus? Well, uh, yeah, I think it's more uh, nail fungus, uh, doc. I certainly agree with you, Shafat Ahmed. Uh, there's two points. In fact, I, in fact, uh, psoriasis affects the nails as well. It usually causes thickening of the nails or little pits in the nails. But uh, this person is describing a fungal infection of the nails. So what one needs to do is uh, he needs to go to a dermatologist who will do a nail analysis and examine the nail to see if there's fungus in the nails. If the person has got fungus in the nails, then one needs to use a, uh, a lacquer called lossal nail lacquer, and then one needs to use internal capsules as well. So one can use either Sporanox or Fluzol, or one can use Lamisil tablets. And uh, after a period of three months, the nails are healed completely and that yellow discoloration will go. But again, one has to differentiate between a fungus infection because yellow discoloration can also occur with psoriasis, but by doing the test, the fungal test, that's a way to prove that it's a fungal infection. Gulam Go says, I'm from your part of the world, uh, Dr. Assalamu alaikum. And he goes on to say, does psoriasis worsen with age, doctor? Yeah, this is important. Uh, usually not. Basically, psoriasis occurs in all ages, in males and female, females in equal proportion. So with age, uh, you know, one gets lots of other types of dermatological and skin and problems, but psoriasis can, can be aggravated at any age. But uh, sometimes you can get a peak at a certain age, like in the 60s, where you can get psoriasis occurring for the first time. But the age is not specific. You can even get psoriasis in childhood as well, but it's not common. And the other important point, uh, Shafat Ahmed, is the psoriasis does not usually affect 
the face, but it can affect the scalp quite badly. So a person may think they have dandruff, but if it's persistent and very scaly and very rough, then that that is a sign of psoriasis. And you find some people at the back of the neck, uh, the, the skin gets very rough and reddish. And is that psoriasis, doctor? Correct. Yes, correct. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you can get eczema occurring on the back of the neck, but if it extends into the scalp, then it's psoriasis. But if it's localized only in the neck, then it's eczema. Looking at this question, it says, Doctor, I know psoriasis may affect our emotional health and our relationship, and uh, how do we handle uh, these stresses? And also, I want to know, if children who succumb to psoriasis, uh, do they need counseling too? Very much so. Yes, I'm in full agreement with that. Uh, again, the person with that's the reason why we're having this discussion this evening, and that's the reason why we have the World Psoriasis Day. And the topic this year is get connected. So people, you know, psoriasis sufferers need to talk to others about psoriasis. Now, people with psoriasis, you know, they need to discuss it with their family, with their health practitioners. If necessary, they might have to see psychologists to try and give them sort of various techniques to cut down the stress and uh, very rarely they might require anti-stress medications. So uh, again, you know, a couple of the things that, you know, one we need to advise the population is that the skin doesn't define a person. You know, if they've got psoriasis, uh, they've got other important facets of their life, like their personality and their education and, and how they react to people. So that's important. And beyond the surface, we're all the same. So even if you have psoriasis on the skin, but the rest of the body is fine. So it doesn't mean to say that, you know, there's something seriously wrong with you. And again, one of the topics is one can be happy by belonging together. You know, one needs to try and sort of uh, interact with people. One should not be shy. Like, for example, with the summer coming up and if people want to wear short sleeves, they should. If someone asks them, they're asking out of ignorance. So one should explain to them that, look, this is psoriasis and it's not contagious and you don't have to worry. And the program that you've arranged is excellent because we're not only educating the people with psoriasis, but we're educating their family and other people in the community. The other point is that, uh, you know, with psoriasis, people should be able to live a normal, healthy life. Mm, well said that, Doc. And you adding to value, the value of the program and uh, definitely adding value to Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Al-Sunnah wal Jamaa. Now, Doc, you know, people talk about vitamin D, the sunshine is so important. Uh, will the sunshine help uh, uh, curing psoriasis? Okay, there's two, there's two parts to that, uh, Shafat Ahmed. Uh, the first is... Uh, Vitamin D and sun is definitely helpful for psoriasis. The second part is vitamin D is obtained from the sun and it actually, uh, there's, a, there's a sort of a, a special chemical uh, structure in the skin which converts the uh, vitamin D to the more effective vitamin D from sun exposure. Now, vitamin D, we call it the sunshine vitamin. So vitamin D is very common in all our immune systems, in bone, uh, you know, bone density, 
uh, to prevent osteoporosis. And uh, again, what happens is uh, people who do not have excessive sun exposure or enough sun exposure, their vitamin D level may be low. So if a person is working indoors or does not uh, have exposure to the sun, they should ask the GP to check the vitamin D level. And if it's low, then it's very easy. You can take a tablet a day or one tablet a week, and it's effective in increasing your vitamin D. And it's very, very important. I'm seeing in my practice a lot of female patients are having low vitamin D levels. And once we replenish the vitamin D levels, uh, you know, that's, that's healthy. The other, the other vitamin uh, that one needs to be concerned about in certain patients is vitamin B12. And vitamin B12 is a blood test done. But remember that uh, we all need to be aware of the fact that the vitamin B12 cannot be taken as a tablet. If one's low in vitamin B12, then one needs to get injection of vitamin B12. That's the only way it is absorbed. Hmm. Looking at the question from uh, uh, Molana Ismail, he says, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. What a lovely show, brothers. Keep it up. And he wants to know what will happen if psoriasis is not treated? Excellent question, Molana. Uh, the first is uh, psoriasis can extend, and it can extend to all parts of the body, and then it becomes so severe that it may become what they call erythrodermic, which occurs in all parts of the body where one loses excessive scale and one becomes dehydrated, and that person may have to be admitted to hospital. Then one can get other parts of psoriasis where there can be infection, like uh, pustular psoriasis, which is not bacteria, but one can get pus uh, blisters throughout the body. So again, psoriasis must be treated. The most important point about psoriasis untreated, it can cause a lot of problems for the patient in terms of managing the skin. Uh, I've had a patient from KZN who sent me photographs of his skin and he is so traumatized. And, uh, you know, the thing is, this, uh, that's the reason why we need to treat these patients early and actively and give them a good quality of life. So it's important to treat these patients. Uh, this question from Salim, he says, I, I'm someone that's a light speed, and I want to know from the doctor, how do I get rid of psoriasis fast? <laughs> doctor? Uh, sorry, how do I get rid of psoriasis fast? Oh, yes, fast, yeah. Fast, again, big, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. Again, uh, what one needs to do is one needs to get the help of a specialist dermatologist, and then they will assess the patient's skin to see how severe it is and, uh, you know, which areas are affected. As I mentioned, the common areas are the uh, knees, the elbows, the scalp, the front, the back. And then it can also affect the groin area and the armpits as well uh, and the nails. So the dermatologist will assess the patient and see if the patient requires, uh, if it's severe, if the patient requires internal medications uh, or uh, ointments, and that can actually improve psoriasis. As I mentioned, it can improve it and it can clear it. But unfortunately, at this moment in time, they don't, we don't have a cure. But hopefully in the next couple of years, inshallah, we'll get a cure for psoriasis. But uh, the good news is that uh, we have treatments that can clear psoriasis very well, and these are biologics which I mentioned earlier. And this is, you know, good hope, uh, good news for the patients with, psori with psoriasis. Aslam says, "Assalamu alaikum." Uh, can uh, dry, cold weather uh, bring about psoriasis? 
Yes, indeed. Uh, in the you know, as we mentioned, sunshine is good for psoriasis. So in the winter, in the winter months, when not, one is not getting enough sunshine. Secondly, uh, with the winter months, our skin becomes dry and cracked, and that actually aggravates psoriasis. Then you hear about people talking about the uh, humidifiers. Talk to uh, uh, talk to us about that, doctor. That's an important point. Uh, humidifiers we usually use, uh, you know, in patients with eczema, because eczema. I, I just want to clarify is a different condition from from psoriasis. As I mentioned, psoriasis occurs in those areas, and it becomes thick and scaly. Eczema is a condition that is often seen in children and infancy and uh, childhood, and eczema usually presents with severe itchy rash, which can sometimes become weepy or wet or become infected. And what happens with eczema in dry weather, it can also cause cracking, dryness, and infection. So we find that humid, you know, using a humidifier will definitely help that. And again, humidifier is good in the winter months, especially in Cape Town, where it's cold and, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's important to use a humidifier if one has nasal allergies as well. But for the skin, humidifier is good. So again, to distinguish eczema, which occurs mainly in children, and it is occurs on the front of the uh, of the upper limbs and the back of the lower limbs. So in the joints we get eczema, and in children we get it on the face as well. So they are two different conditions. The uh, family doctor or dermatologist would be able to see it and differentiate. Both for eczema and psoriasis, we don't have to do any uh, surgical test for that. Eczema in children, occasionally we do allergy testing, and it is important that those children be treated. Uh, if, if it's septic, they need to be treated with antibiotic and ointments, moisturizers. Uh, something which I need to uh, emphasize, patients with psoriasis do very well with moisturizers. You asked me about that earlier, but the moisturizers for psoriasis must be greasy. So plain old Vaseline is good. And Epizone E is very good as a moisturizer. And Eucerin is very effective as a moisturizer. So all these moisturizers are very effective. So they actually help to decrease the scale, make the skin soft and, and you know, easy to manage as well. Looking at Maksud's uh, contribution this evening, he says, uh, Doctor, earlier on you spoke about uh, psoriasis uh, as an autoimmune uh, condition, but I want to know about psoriasis in the uh, in the lungs, uh, Doctor, uh, symptoms and complications. Well, how do you respond to Maksud, uh, Doctor? Okay. Uh, in fact, fortunately, psoriasis doesn't affect the lungs. So uh, there is no lung condition that can be associated with psoriasis. If a person has lung conditions, sometimes it, they can be related with eczema, where they can get bronchial allergy and hay fever and eczema. Now, psoriasis is related to heart conditions. What happens? The inflammation that occurs in the skin, the same inflammation occurs in the arteries of the heart. So these patients can get heart disease. Uh, they can get increased cholesterol. They can get hypertension, uh, they can get obesity, they can get uh, diabetes. So these are the organs that uh, involve. And sometimes they can have um, gastrointestinal conditions as well associated with psoriasis. Zaid says, Assalamu alaikum, doctor. Can psoriasis shorten one's lifespan? 
Excellent point, Zaid. Uh, this is very, very important. Unfortunately, that is true. It can decrease life uh, span by five years. But again, you know, with the new treatments that we have available, they certainly help and long-term they improve. An important point, uh, Shafat Ahmed, which I need to emphasize, is that one-third of patients with psoriasis get psoriatic arthritis. And that can actually be very severe. It can affect the finger, the fingers, the, the spine, uh, the other joints as well. And for that, we need much more active treatment. Now, these biologics, they certainly help for that and they prevent the progression of the arthritis so that we can make sure the arthritis doesn't mutilate the joints. Mm. Doctor, talk to us about, you know, uh, what to do when you wake up with a new psoriasis flea. Okay, this is very, very important. One needs to find out why the flea is present. If one has a sore throat or tonsillitis, then one needs to see the family practitioner to see if there's streptococcal infection, and that person may require antibiotics like amoxil. Then, again, uh, if the itch is severe, then uh, an antihistamine allergy tablet taken at night because it can cause drowsiness, and then... If the person has got a flare on the body, one can use ointments like Clobex spray, which is very effective. When it sprays twice a day, it's easy to reach all over the body. One can use Dovate, which is a cortisone ointment, which is very reasonably priced, about 65 rand. And um, if the uh, psoriasis is severe, then they need to see a doctor or a specialist who would uh, decide, you know, what further therapy. And that might be related to treatment with ultraviolet light, the UVB phototherapy, or whether the patient needs methotrexate, or you know if it's very severe and in a in a small percentage of patients, whether the patient would require biologic. Iqbal says, Assalamu alaikum, Brother Shafat and Dr. Muhammad Dokrat. I'm a big fan of Marcus Sahaba. I really enjoy the program. Medical Files is one of my favorites. Can psoriasis be spread by touching? Excellent point. This is uh, something we need to emphasize. Uh, no, psoriasis does not spread by touching because psoriasis is not contagious or infectious. So this is a point, you know, I uh, tell patients with psoriasis, you know, uh, and the public, I said, if a person's got psoriasis, when you shake hands with the person, you're not going to get psoriasis. And I re-emphasize that. The most important uh, point, Shafat, is patient education is a hallmark of treatment. And when I see a patient with psoriasis, I spend a lot of time counseling them and telling them that this condition is not contagious, it's not going to spread to their spouse, and, uh, you know, they can lead a normal life, they can sort of wear short sleeve in the summer months, and, you know, it shouldn't affect their home or their work life, so it's important. And finally, it is not contagious, it's, it doesn't spread. Okay, and uh, Hafiz Yusuf says, Assalamu alaikum. I'm really enjoying the show and I am addicted to uh, eggs. Are eggs bad for psoriasis? Uh, that's a very, very important point. Uh, you know, previously they talked about diets. Uh, diet does not affect psoriasis, but, you know, people who have what they call 
obesity and diabetes, then the, the carbohydrates can affect that. But eggs should be fine. You know, uh, the important thing about heart conditions is that the, uh, the yellow of the egg, the yolk, is the one that contains cholesterol. So the person should rather eat the white or albumin of the egg, and that's very, very healthy. Again, everything in moderation. If a person has egg, as long as it's, it's not, uh, you know, consumed excessively, it should be fine. Mm, and what about uh, milk? You know, they talk about uh, dairy products uh, is associated with inflammation and all and so forth. So is uh, milk uh, bad for psoriasis, uh, doctor? Uh, no, uh, milk, milk is fine. But, uh, you know, it doesn't cause any problems as far as psoriasis is. But uh, milk, you know, in infancy, we have to be careful because sometimes the parents may feel that the child has a milk allergy and they stop giving the child milk. And it's important that uh, the parents must be aware of the fact that milk contains calcium, so they shouldn't stop it. If there is concern and if the dermatologist or the pediatrician feels that there's an allergy test to be done, then they can test to milk. So again, you know, one needs to have patient education and, you know, one needs to advise uh, people accordingly. And Oliver says, I was told that as the Chinese people hardly get uh, psoriasis or skin irritation because of the diet they have. How true is this, uh, doctor? Okay. Uh, an important question. Unfortunately, I don't have st statistics for that, but uh, regarding psoriasis, it occurs mainly in the Caucasian population. That's the European population. So in America, it's about 5% of the European population and about 1% of the Afro-American population. The uh, Native Americans in North America and South America, you hardly get psoriasis. Asians do get psoriasis, but I'll go back and I'll check on the incidence of psoriasis in the Chinese. And again, the Chinese, uh, you know, certain conditions are uncommon in Chinese patients. Uh, but again, we, I need to check on that. Now, looking at uh, Mother Africa, and you know, generally we find uh, that our indigenous people have a good, flawless skin, uh, doctor. And what's the reason for that? Maybe getting a lot and lot of uh, uh, vitamin D, and perhaps uh, you know, working hard. And uh, you know, they, they they love the fruits a lot, uh, doctor. Yes. Now, this is uh, an important fact, Shafata. Uh, in fact, psoriasis is not common in the black population. In South Africa, it's the whites, the Indians. In my part of the country, it's the Malays and the coloreds uh, would get psoriasis, uh, you know, commonly. Uh, as far as blacks are concerned, they have uh, lots of melanin pigmentation in their skin, and that protects them from the harmful effects of sun exposure. Then the blacks in the country areas, uh, they sort of are not uh, exposed to pollution as well. So, you know, it's an advantage because they don't get eczema as commonly as blacks who come to the city areas. And again, the teeth, as we all aware, they have flawless teeth. So again, you know, uh, there's, you know, they get, uh, they are very healthy. But when they come to the city, unfortunately, with the Western lifestyle, uh, as far as diet and so on is concerned, one has to sort of now, uh, one needs to assess them carefully because they might be getting a Western style disease diseases like high blood pressure and diabetes. Mm, 
and you make a good point uh, coming to the mega cities and all the diseases come through and, and so forth uh, affecting that and you made a very good observation uh, that uh, when it comes to oral care I think uh, they're very uh, particular about the teeth and as you said strong white teeth and uh, perhaps uh, doctor you know when you think of uh, uh, you're, you're having these uh, symposiums coming through we have about uh, three minutes, uh, two and a half minutes to go. Uh, a little bit more about your symposium and perhaps your parting words. Okay. Uh, this, uh, this Friday is the World Psoriasis Day. So if they can go onto the website, because uh, I'm very closely associated with the South African Psoriasis Association, and we have a webinar on Friday the 29th. So it will be from 11 o'clock, so they can go onto the website. If they phone my surgery, uh, it's 021-4233180. I'll repeat, 021-4233180. Or if they go onto my Instagram, then they'll get the details of that. Uh, in parting, I'd like to actually uh, inform the patients and the families and the public that they don't have to suffer from psoriasis. Although they may have the condition, there are a lot of new treatments and formulations available which can provide a very good quality of life and it can give them a positive feeling and they can you know, have lots of uh, uh, positive interactions in their families and in their work. Mm, I can tell you, Doctor, you were very informative uh, this evening. Uh, one uh, question just came through now. It says, uh, Doctor, I just had a slight burn the other day, some uh, hot water over my hand. Can that turn out uh, into a uh, skin irritation or can I get psoriasis because of this? Doctor? Okay, this is a, an important question and I'm glad you asked. Uh, the point is, no, this person needs to treat the burn and they can use betadine twice a day for a week to allow the infection to settle. And then after that, they can use some bio oil. And as far as psoriasis is concerned, a burn does not necessarily cause psoriasis. But patients who have psoriasis and if they get a burn or a cut, then that can spread the psoriasis. Finally, uh, what I'd like to mention, Shafat, is that if people want to know more about psoriasis or any skin condition, they can certainly email me at docdocrat, D-O-C-D-O-C-R-A-T, at dermacity, D-R-M-A-C-I-T-Y, dot COSA. So they can send me their questions if they couldn't get in now, and um, I'll be happy to you know, send them information. Jazakallah Heira, Doctor, you were absolutely brilliant this evening. Bless you as usual. Inshallah, I hope to talk to you in the near future. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi. Inshallah, Jazakallah Shafat. Assalamu alaikum.